got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Heller Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And as always, I am Sally. And as always, we need to talk about Destiel. Yes, we do. Today, yes, we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Today we're talking about Abandon All Hope and uh, the song remains the same. Um, so brief summaries for these uh, episodes. Um, Abandon All Hope. Uh, we were told in the previous episode, which we did not discuss, that a demon named Crowley has the cult. Um, and, uh, we, well, Cass tracks him down and we get the cult from him rather easily. He just kind of hands it over. Um, he does establish himself as an iconic character because of course he does. He's played by Mark Shepard. But, uh, he tells them he actually wants them to kill the devil because his theory is that once the devil wins, he's going to get rid of all the demons. Um, so he also tells them where to find uh, Lucifer. And uh, it's on a Thursday, as always. Why is it always Thursdays? Um, <laughs> Good question. And... <laughs> and they uh go to this town and um it's completely empty except it's not it's filled with reapers but only Cass can see them Cass goes to try to figure out what's going on why there are so many reapers around and no people and uh doesn't come back basically doesn't come back yeah um we run into meg um who has brought a bunch of hellhounds with her and she sticks them on them and uh joe um joe and ellen are with them and joe gets badly hurt they close themselves in like an ace warehouse or something like that. Um, and Joe is bleeding out and it's bad. They get in contact with Bobby and Bobby tells them that the sound of all these reapers around sounds like, um, basically death as in a capital D the horseman. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and Dean and Sam make it out, but they only make it out because Joe and Ellen set off a bomb with salt and iron nails and let the hellhounds in. Um, and they are thusly fridged. <laughs> um, and... We go to where Lucifer is and he's got a bunch of demons with him and we shoot he's him. He's digging. 
Yeah. He's digging. Yeah. We shoot him. <laughs> it doesn't work. He just gets right back up. And then he has his monologue to Sam about how, you know, this is how it's, you know, we're, we're always going to end up in the same place. You're going to say yes to me. I think it's Detroit in yeah. a couple of months. Um, and meanwhile, throughout all of this cast has been, uh, captured by Lucifer, um, in a circle of holy fire. Um, and Meg, we start the whole Clarence thing and, uh, he manages to use her to break <laughs> the line of the fire and escape. He literally wa walks over her corpse. Literally walks over yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then he finds Sam and Dean and gets them out of there and ta-da. Yeah. Um, the song remains the same. Uh, it starts with Dean dreaming uh, about a couple of strippers who are dressed up as an angel and the devil. Um, and then <laughs> Anna shows up and he's kind of like, oh, this is awkward. Um, <laughs> turns out she's been in heaven's prison. Um and we can later assume that she was under the influence of Naomi, but we haven't met Naomi yet. So uh, she has got this idea in her head now about Sam has to die because if Lucifer can't get into his true vessel, then the apocalypse doesn't have to happen. Um, and she goes back in time to kill John and Mary in order to achieve this goal. And Cass uh, figures this out and takes Sam and Dean with him to like 78, I think it is. Um, and he's not doing well. His powers are really, really, really starting to go on E, uh, we'll say. And, um, he, uh, barely makes it to 78. They meet up with Mary and John again. Um, eventually they, uh, tell Mary the truth and tell her that she just needs to leave John. She tells them it's too late. She's already pregnant. Um, John gets possessed by Michael, which I didn't remember. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I love Matt Cohen as Michael. It's, it's just, I, I love it so much. Um, I wish we had gotten more of it, honestly. Um, and mm. he has, his monologue at Dean about how, you know, they are destined to do this, la da 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 da. He will say yes. Mm -hmm. Um and uh yeah, and 
brings them back, he, right? To, to he brings them back. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the one because Cass is comatose, um, and they're back in real time, and uh, they Cass comes back and he passes out, and that's when we have the um, fantastic line about team free will for the very first time. Yep, and then we have a little flashback to Mary and John and Mary is fully pregnant. Um, and nope. she's found this kitschy little ceramic angel that she's put above the crib and John finds it kind of creepy. And, and Mary's just like, I find it kind of sweet. Angels are <laughs> watching over you, baby. La, da, 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 da. <laughs> And that's the episode. <laughs> yes. Uh. So, themes. Um, I don't know if this is a theme, but it's definitely a parallel. Uh, true vessels speaking face to face with angels. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean that happens. You have, we have mentioned it. <laughs> you have said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Obviously, destiny is a big one again. I feel like destiny is kind of a big theme for supernatural in general. I think yeah. we can just say that as a blanket by now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think we have to mention it every time because it's literally in every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed uh, that in both ep- of these episodes, there are moments, important moments, of Cass specifically protecting Sam. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that too. And with Destiny, obviously, goes free will because this is like yes. the two. Yes. Two Team ends free of the... will. Yeah. Here it is, guys. Um, which, for the record, I had forgotten. Um, Dean comes up with that phrase because of something that Michael says to him. Yeah, I didn't remember anything about, honestly, what Michael says. And I was so surprised that. I mean, he literally, I don't know how much of it is what Michael says is controlled by God at that point. Mm-hmm. But, like, he literally says that Dean has no choice, you know? Like, it's going to... Yeah, he because... says... It, it, may I quote it? He says, yes. free will's an illusion, Dean. Yeah. So, I mean... If if he was he was saying what God told him, so to say, to say, then Chuck kinda, you know, like Yeah. Made his um, game plan known <laughs> already yeah. this early. Another one of those themes that is just kind of a supernatural theme, but I can also specify it more for these two episodes mm-hmm. is family love. Um and the way I can specify it more in these two episodes is specifically mother's love. 
Yeah. But also there is uh, fathers are also a, th a theme, I would say, because um, it was the way like Meg calls Lucifer father. Yes. is something that I didn't remember and found it a bit odd, but I think it's, yeah. Well, it's yeah. even more odd. I don't know how far you are in the first three seasons yet. Um, but, <laughs> uh, it's even more odd because Azazel, the yellow-eyed demon, mm -hmm. refers to Meg, original Meg, as his daughter. Oh, okay. So, so it's a, it's, it, uh, probably just bad writing, um, <laughs> <laughs> But it's odd. Yeah, I and think then, like throughout the show you have you have like these big talks about angels being brothers and like mm -hmm. a family and like more connected at least than demons. Like demons are like just you know like they, oh, yeah. they never have those fanatic compared to other demons. She who Meg, right? Yeah. Which is very interesting that you telling me this. Like I know a bit about Meg's story before season four, but uh, and yeah, from what I've heard, yes. But like, she's also one of the few that switches side and changes sides, you know. And it's yeah. very interesting to go from that to being literally like fighting for the same cause with Winchester's and the Angel. Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so also one parallel in these two episodes that I want to bring up because I am a bitter ass person. <laughs> there are in the collectively in these two episodes, there are three women who are fridged. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Joe, Ellen, and Anna, right? Did mm -hmm. I miss someone? No. Okay. Yeah. Basically, every woman we have, like, every woman that has a name attached to them. Like, I'm not talking about strippers or just like two seconds. Yeah. You know, uh, the only one who isn't is Mary, and she is fridged in the first goddamn episode of the show. Yeah, <laughs> she can't be can't be killed because she is already she can't dead. Be again. <laughs> uh, I mean, she can. She is, but <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. That's all that I have to say about that. Do you have any other um, themes that no. you would like to discuss? Okay. No. So, I don't know if you can tell, but Abandon All Hope, this is, this is a bold statement I'm about to make, but it is probably the episode, the second episode that makes me angriest in Supernatural. Can I guess the first episode that makes you the angriest? It's probably I'll give you one guess. The one, one guess. 
Okay, no, no, this got complicated <laughs> because I was gonna say the episode where they kill Charlie, but then the way you just looked at me, it's just telling me it's the finale. It's the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe this one is tied with Charlie's death, but okay. I just, especially as I was rewatching this in the light of this podcast and paying more attention to Cass and everything, I noticed things like Joe and Ellen seem to already have this friendship with Cass and that we haven't yeah. seen before and especially Joe and Cass specifically I would die for more of that interaction yeah 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 um, I didn't remember as I said I I have very bad memory <laughs> But yeah, that that scene with them drinking together was so cute. And again, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, the the tequila shots and the look on Joe's face. I just, she looks like, dude, I gotta get fucked up with you. (laughs) I mean, she can't technically, but she can try, I guess. But also, as someone, again, who doesn't know everything about all these characters, um, I always thought of Joe more like uh, like a little sister to Dean. Uh, yeah. In, yeah, you know? And then when, um, as I said, I don't didn't remember anything about this episode, so when I was watching this episode, and right before she's going to die... And when um, when Dean like leans in, and I was like, "Oh my God, this gonna there's gonna be a kiss!" And then he kisses her forehead instead. And I was like, "Yes!" And then moments later, I lose. <laughs> you know, we we t- talked about this in the previous episode. Like my expectations aren't met at all <laughs> because then there is a, a lip lock. So. Um, so I don't know, like, how, how did you feel about that as someone who knows Joe from previous um, seasons? Like, was this uh, logical or was this, I don't know. It was logical in and of only that, I'm not speaking English correctly, Um it's only logical because Eric Kripke wrote Dean to be this manly macho man who gets all the women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> no disrespect to Kripke. <laughs> Actually, all the disrespect. I know. I, I I honestly think if he had probably like leaned in and straight gone for for a kiss, it would have been like that. The Eric doing his thing, right? But like the, the way 
I don't oh, know. I think no. it doesn't work. That, that part, the, the kiss on the forehead, that's Jensen bleed right there. Right? I was going to say because like. Miss- and then he's directed to go for the goddamn actual kiss. Is this, is this like a, is this real information you're giving me? Or is this? No. <laughs> right. Because I don't know, like, I don't know if, I'm, I'm, I feel like we are running in circles here, but like Jensen Eccles doesn't work as, as a macho guy. I mean, I wish I could travel back in time and tell this to Eric Kripke and yeah. save me and save him from embarrassment of the, this caliber, but like he doesn't work like that. And uh, that's what makes those we scenes be like the level of yeah, the level of vulnerability that he has whenever scenes like that come up. It's just like ex- exactly the opposite of what probably yeah. Eric wanted. Makes me think of Joe's last episode when she comes back as a ghost. Yeah, I remember she, that, that that gif set that goes around with her putting her hand on his cheek and yeah. him leaning into it. That is not Eric Kripke's De- Dean Winchester. Yeah. That is Jensen Ackles. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, continuing. Um <laughs> I just uh, what's, we specifically what's call it out this time the last night on earth speech which he gave to Cass just a few episodes ago and before that to Anna right yeah yeah this guy is bisexual he has like he has like say one move and like will Twice, everyone across gender, like, doesn't care. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then, and then. But I did when, enjoy that, that Joe, the, the didn't, you know, like. That Joe was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Up yours, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's very enjoyable, gotta say. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then right after that, when they're doing the photograph and um, Bobby makes some joke about how they're, you know, he's got to have something to remember them by. Um, And Cass is like, Bobby's right. You know, tomorrow we fight the devil. Yeah. Tonight is our last night on earth. Very stoic, yeah. Cass, I love you. I just, why, why does something like that make me love him more? No, he's, as Misha said in, in the last panel, I, I believe, in the one we talked about in the last episode, he's just awkward. So, like, everybody relates <laughs> to him, right? And I think, yeah, I think that that's true, yeah. Um, I have a lot of notes here going, I'm just so fucking angry. I hate this fucking episode. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, and then, and then, and then, okay, we're going to heaven, Clarence. 
Yeah, we gotta talk about Meg uh, in this We've episode. We gotta talk about Meg and Cass because this is the start of Cass's second biggest ship. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not counting Cass, Meg. Why do I keep bringing this up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, but like, I mean, they actually named this ship in the show. Do you remember that? No, but I... Goodbye, stranger. Dean says, how about Max DL over there? Whoa, okay. I didn't remember that. But I mean, that sounds like Dean was... Very jealous, but I guess jealous. <laughs> I guess we'd get to that. Uh, but I think, dude, like everything Max tells Cass in that scene is literally microaggressions directed at Cass. <laughs> like uh, he, she literally calls him a pansy. Uh huh. Yeah, you cloud hopping pansies. Uh, he's, she says about angels, and then she calls him an impotent sap when yep. he, when he can't smite her because she, he's cut off, uh, cut from the uh, power fr from heaven. I will say one thing about the smiting. Did you notice going along with my hands thing? Open palm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. Uh, also, like, what is, uh, just because I just remembered, what is this thing with, like, cast and pipes? <laughs> like, why does this always keep coming up? Oh, not the idea from Uriel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I guarantee you he got the idea from Uriel. That whole thing was straight out of On the Head of a Pin. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then I have just one last thing to say about this particular episode. If you have more, that's great. Um, as someone who has had mementos of someone that I've lost and then gotten rid of those mementos out of in in that moment immediate moment of grief i understand mm -hmm. the desire to burn that picture but years back now that was years back for me that experience i regret it and i think he should have kept the picture yeah, I agree with that. And that's I think it's very human to, you know, just wanting to like get rid of everything that reminds you of that in the moment, but when yeah, when you are not that uh, caught up later, um then you yeah, it's very normal to regret that. Uh I don't know, I just the, the one other thing I have is just like the same same thing I spoke about in previous episodes and the episode before that. Just like Cass's loyalty, and even Lucifer comments on that. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, when he asks, uh, 
where the Winchesters are, or, or when he asks if Cass is alone, and Cass says, "Yes, I'm alone." And then Lucifer obviously knows he's lying, right? Lying. Yeah. But, yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, you're loyal. That's so admirable." <laughs> yeah. Um, this next episode, song remains the same. Has some things that drive me absolutely batty about. <laughs> Destiel, um, and I know that he's barely in this episode, but like his when when Dean makes the Back to the Future reference, and he's already made a Glenn Close reference, and Cass is just like, I don't understand that <laughs> reference. The way he says it, the look on his face is one hundred percent. A c one half of a couple being like, dude, <laughs> stop. <laughs> he is annoyed, yeah. But it's very, but, but in a, he's annoyed, yes, but in a very familiar and comfortable way. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do have that. Yeah, they, they, I mean, I think that's what, like, kind of generates so much uh, fic that explores these spaces and the places we don't get to see on screen. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, the familiarity is there. And honestly, there is not enough content or not enough interaction to have led them to that familiarity. So yeah. it's very natural that those gaps get filled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fan fiction gaps um, yeah and then and then when they end up in 78 dean puts him in the honeymoon suite right and then i love that he's like he went I, I just love that dean tells that story to sam and and the way he phrases it, it that that the clerk he like repeated three times to the that clerk at at the motel that uh nobody will was to disturb him, right? And yeah. the clerk was like, yeah, of course, like, nobody's going to disturb him. Like, do we want to buy dope or whatever it was that the, the guy yeah. was offering? But, like, I just, <laughs> because I'm me and this is the podcast we're talking about, it's just, like, the, this that guy at the motel, at the front desk, probably just assumed <laughs> that they were on honeymoon, oh, right? yeah. And, oh, and yeah. just looked him up and down and he was like yeah okay like that checks out you know maybe they want some dope on their fucking honeymoon let me yep. make a couple of bucks you know like insane yep he's tough for a little nerdy dude with wings oh that's so cute <laughs> even though he's he like got a crush <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I think, yeah, before that, when, when they land there for the first time and Cass is, like, bleeding, right? And he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And the line he says is actually, wait, he says uh, that he is be he's better than he anticipated he would be. I, I yes. guess I can't find, can't find the line right now. And that makes me a bit crazy because like he was full on expecting to like be very 
sick or be very mm -hmm. ill and he just still did the thing right yeah uh, because like Dean asked him to and that's again just him being stupid little always willing right. to bleed for the Winchesters right yeah uh, and then they go to yeah Mar Mary and John and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know that that those scenes. Um, I did remember this episode, and I did remember those scenes, um, most of it, and it's very always very heavy for me to watch. You know, it just like gets when, yeah, when they first go to the door, and they're talking to Mary, and then John shows up. Dean, I mean Sam does too, but Dean especially straightens up like a soldier yeah and it's fucking heartbreaking yeah it, it it must be so conflicting to get to experience but also it would make you so angry and so bitter you know like to ha know that you could have had like that version of your dad but you never got to yeah yeah, because every because of everything fucked up that happened between then and there here, right? Uh, yeah. uh, then and now. Uh, so yeah. Um. Michael talks about he brings up the bloodline of Cain and Abel, which <laughs> I find. I find so interesting because we never bring it up again, especially when we meet fucking Cain, you know? I mean, um, everybody's his descendant. This is not a big deal. The big deal is that they mention Cain and Abel and they don't have an Abel. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but also... Um, we do have an able of a sort. Jake Abel. Right. <laughs> That's the good one. Can we yeah. talk about it for a second? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the third brother and he's an able. Breaking the fucking fifth wall again. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, months ago, or when I first started watching, started watching this, I was like scrolling stuff on on Reddit. I, sometimes I do that. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe just to, okay. I tell. I'll tell you why I do that. I just sometimes I just crave that unseasoned Normal. experience of watching Supernatural as a straight person with no brain worms so oh. sometimes i just want to you know like get into those the, those people their, their skin skin of those people. and um i remember just like reading people's reactions on 1518 and there i mean after 1518 there was still a discussion if this was meant romantically or not romantically or what anyway this is reddit so yeah and then somebody was like, but he called Cass the third Winchester brother. And somebody's reply was, oh, poor Adam. Poor Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always yeah. gets forgotten. 
I mean, they even brought him back in the last season. What the fuck, guys? I think I think the the saddest thing about Adam actually is that he wasn't he wasn't even planned. You know, he was like the last mi minute tool for God. You know, in that moment to like get this show started, I guess, meaning the apocalypse, yeah. because yeah, the things weren't hatching out the way he wanted it them to. Um. So, do you have more to say on this episode? Uh, do I have more to say on this episode? Uh, no, except uh, have we already talked about free will? A little bit. We talked about yeah. it with the themes. Yeah. And then the angels are watching over you, which is... Um, so, can we talk about the prequel? I mean, I don't know, Jensen, can we talk about your prequel? <laughs> <laughs> Knock twice! Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What, what, what so, would you... you what, what do, first of all, what do you think uh, we, we will see in prequel? And then what do you wish that we would see in prequel? I want to see Mary Hunning. Okay. I, I I guess it's gonna be that. So yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know what else the fuck it could be. Right? And same. Cause I mean we do get in when uh Samantha Smith um shows up in later seasons um, we do get a hint that she was still doing some side hunting mm -hmm. after yeah. supposedly quitting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be like the main focus. I just wonder how who they're gonna bring back, except Mary and John. Because I think, like, this, the way this show is built, probably, like, a lot of angels or, or also demons are going to have a, you know, like, a role or, or do make a comeback because, obviously, like, they don't die and are forever. <laughs> uh, well, and everyone is hoping for some Mary Anna action. I was I was just going to that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm one of those people because I... Me I too. Yeah, I think it would... Be a very nice parallel to Destiel, which also started mm -hmm. as uh, not quite as Nemesis, but yeah, you know, on that side of yeah. things. It'll be interesting though to see, since this is a Jensen and Daniil project, but also a CW project at the same time, to see if they're better about continuity. Yeah, good luck with that because uh you know a lot of things are already out of hand yeah because like to, yeah at what point in i know we have the answer but i am not willing to look it up right now um at what point does in in relation to john and mary 
does Anna rip out her grace? <laughs> whoa, 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 okay. This is this got heavy very quickly. Yeah, I have right, never right, yeah, right, I have right. <laughs> I have never thought about that, but that's such a good that yeah, that is that that could be something great. Jensen, mm -hmm. are you listening? Are you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we also are going to see probably like Danielle's character just because like she's an angel and she's yes. like personally involved and I love her mm -hmm. character. So I'm looking yes. forward to that. Um, I don't know. I just I think I I don't I don't know how far the prequel is gonna reach or when it ends and, and or it's is it like maybe like do, okay the question is do we see baby dean yeah <laughs> right and if they if cast travels back or if old cast has an interaction with baby dean i'm just probably gonna just pass away <laughs> you know <laughs> the end goodbye me yeah the end um yeah it'll be i'm very uh, i'm very intrigued and i'm very hopeful because jensen and danielle are heading this project you know if i have learned one thing from all this and my experience in this fandom and with the show i am never hopeful <laughs> And if I am, I'm not going to say anything. We'll get, we'll get something really, really great at the beginning. And then it'll just like peter out. Sucks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, give us your predictions for the prequel. Um, talk to us more about Abandon All Hope and... Uh, song remains the same and uh, next episode we are discussing two really really fantastic episodes my bloody valentine and dark side of the moon and we can also say we will have a guest again mm. A returning guest, Kate, <laughs> who joined us for uh, On the Head of a Pin, will be joining us again for these two episodes. And we're pretty excited to have her back. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you and talking to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I am Sally. You can find us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at Hello Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. Sound editing by Josh. Give them hell, Hellers. Let me cry.